today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. Violence early this morning. A teenager is dead from a gunshot wound. We'll have more from Sean Adams live in the Bronx. A carriage horse collapses during the evening rush hour in Hell's Kitchen, renewing debate on a van in Central Park. I'm Marla Diamond on 42nd and 9th. We'll hear what suburban officials are saying about the MTA's congestion pricing plan and about a dangerous illegal pool that's been ordered removed from a Williamsburg rooftop. And we'll shine a light on some real-life heroes in this week's WCBS Author Talk Summer Read. This is Thursday, August 11th. Good morning, I'm Ashok Bala. And I'm Paul Bernane. Bill Dager in this morning for Craig. Some strong storms around this morning, then sunny and humid today. But the humidity will be dialing down as the day wears on. And that's good news as we head for a high of 86. Early this morning, just after 1, a teen was shot and killed on 194th and Briggs. We go live to WCBS reporter Sean Adams in the Bronx. Well, the carnage continues here in New York City. Another young life... uh stolen in the Bronx. A teenager shot in the chest inside the lobby of a building on East 194th Street at Briggs Avenue. Uh, Police were just driving by at 1 a.m. They saw the wounded teen. They radioed for an ambulance, but it was too late. Uh, Earlier, police were gathering evidence out in the street as a belligerent uh, crowd of people from the neighborhood cursed at reporters. Uh, Community activist Daryl Bennett, he was out on his nightly uh, neighborhood patrols when he saw the flashing lights. No, it's not surprising because we've seen this happen over and over again. Since the beginning of this year, things have gotten much worse in the city. We tried to get the attention of the mayor. We're trying to get the attention of the governor. We've been doing work with um, government agencies, but there needs to be more. It's only gotten worse over this past year. So far, no arrests. No indication what led up to the shooting. Uh, Folks are waking up, heading out for work. They stop. They stare. They walk on. They've seen this before. Paul, Ashoka. Sean Adams this morning in the Bronx. Last night, 42nd Street, 9th Avenue, a carriage horse collapsed. The incident is bringing back calls for a ban on horse-drawn carriages. WCBS reporter Marla Diamond is in Hell's Kitchen. Marla, cops had to hose down the horse whose name is Ryder. He slowly stood back up. Is he better this morning? He is, uh, Ashok, according to the union representing horse carriage drivers, who says it was not the heat that felled the horse. Video taken last night here on 9th Avenue and 42nd Street shows the horse, his knees buckled, kneeling down, while the driver appears to strike him and order him to get up. It drew a crowd of onlookers disturbed at the scene. When police arrived, the horse was lying on its side. Officers doused it with water, and eventually it got up, and was walked into a box truck to be taken back to its stable. A spokesman for the carriage driver said the horse was not suffering from heat exhaustion, but a neurological disease that horses can contract from eating animal droppings. Uh, Marla, former Mayor de Blasio tried to ban horse-drawn carriages but failed. Mayor Adams has not taken up that charge. Do you think this incident could change his mind? Well, the mayor has not publicly endorsed a ban on horse-drawn carriages, but the issue is being considered once again by the city council after a Queens councilman introduced a bill blocking new licenses and replacing the horse-drawn carriage industry with a horseless electric carriage instead. This has been an issue on and off for the past decade, and it's sure to come up once again.
Marla Diamond this morning on the story and straight ahead a gory discovery in the Cypress Hills section of Brooklyn. Stay with us. Several people were injured in Ridgewood, Queens yesterday after a traffic stop turns into a hit and run. And a delivery man comes to the rescue of a toddler in the incident. All that and more straight ahead. Stay with us. A refreshing change is coming in the weather and Bill Dager's in for Craig Allen this morning. We'll start feeling that later on today. We will, Paul. Yeah, the humidity is slowly uh, dropping uh, later today. We'll really feel a drop tomorrow through the weekend as another cold front moves through this evening. May uh, spark off a brief shower then, but uh, nothing as heavy as we're dealing with right now at the Jersey Shore. There are some downpours and lightning there. Monmouth County on south, an area of steadier rain. Middlesex County closer to and into the city now, and that'll move into Long Island here over the next hour or so. So the early morning commute, a wet one for many of us, but we're drying out by afternoon with the sun returning high 86 uh, much more comfortable tonight after that evening shower low 70 60s even in the suburbs and again very nice weather tomorrow through the weekend sunshine all three days with temperatures topping out near 80 each afternoon right now temperatures range from 72 at wayne to 76 in elizabeth cloudy 76 in midtown and paul we're going up to 86 Thank you, Bill. In Brooklyn, the body of a 75-year-old man was discovered decomposing in a Cypress Hills apartment. The body was surrounded by canisters with hazardous labels and other suspicious materials. Cops made the discovery during a wellness check yesterday afternoon around 1. Multiple city and federal agencies were called in. Authorities say he was dead in a chair for at least a week. And they're trying to figure out if the chemical canisters are actually what the labels say they are. And with unknown building schematics on the scene, what the intentions of the dead man could have been. The FBI-NYPD's Joint Terrorism Task Force is involved in the investigation. Toddler among the victims of a hit-and-run in Queens, a delivery man for Budweiser, played the role of hero after the driver of a pulled-over SUV took off near George Street, Wyckoff Avenue. He was injured when the SUV slammed into the toddler's stroller and two other adults. That uh, hero. Witness Yvette Jesus tells CBS2 about the delivery man pushing the little girl out of the way to safety. In the middle of working, and you know what? Like, he's like, is the baby okay? Call my job. All of the victims are in stable condition. The NYPD is searching for the driver who got away. The SUV later found abandoned. The MTA will benefit from congestion pricing, but commuters outside of the city will be footing the bill, and suburban officials are blasting the plan. WCBS reporter Peter Haskell has the story. Suburban officials are planning a fight. Congressman Josh Kadaheimer represents North Jersey. Nicole Malitakis and I, a member of Staten Island, we defund the MTA, federal money. His constituents in Rockland County drivers could face $40 a day in bridge and congestion tolls. County Executive Ed Day wants fairness. We're demanding that the MTA push to have the East River bridges tolled. Bruce Blakeman is the Nassau County exec. He feels this is counterproductive. I think it's going to be bad for New York City business. It actually will improve business in Nassau County. Some commuters have few transit options. Peter Hara Haskell, WCBS News Radio 888. 
morning, I'm Ashok Bala. And I'm Paul Bourdain with your three things to know on this Thursday morning. One, the price of gas continues to fall. AAA says the national average is now $3.99. That's down 15 cents over the past week and over the past month, 68 cents. Number two, former President Donald Trump yesterday took the fifth in the deposition with the New York Attorney General's office about a civil case over his business dealings. And three, an illegal pool on a Brooklyn rooftop was discovered by the New York City Department of Buildings and ordered to be removed. The 480 square foot pool was not up to code. The building on Flushing Avenue in Williamsburg is not equipped to support the 60 tons it weighs when full. The department said the pool had been installed without permits or professional construction. The pool had been drained by yesterday afternoon but not removed just yet. This week's WCBS Author Talk, Summer Reed, shines a light on some real-life heroes. Here's our Lisa Chernkovich. In The Librarian Spy, an American librarian is sent to Portugal during World War II to collect information to send back to the U.S. Author Madeline Martin says that part of her fictional story is true. It could be underground newspapers, or it might even be pamphlets on different sort of things that the enemy was using for uh, technology. But Martin's librarian runs into some trouble. Unfortunately, the American librarians who were sent over weren't always really well prepared, which kind of was what inspired this idea of what would happen to this librarian who sort of gets sent over to this neutral country where there are all of these consummate spies everywhere, and she kind of has no idea what she's doing. The other half of the novel takes place in Nazi-occupied France and is inspired by a real-life woman Martin uncovered during her research. She worked for the French resistance um, in the underground press, and she was one of the people who actually operated the printing press itself. Martin says she feels it's important to highlight the stories of real-life people in her books. I feel like their bravery really just needs to be remembered forever. Like, we all remember Hitler. We all remember uh, Himmler. You know, we all remember these horrible, horrible names. Heroes need to also be remembered as much as well. Hear more in this week's WCBS Author Talks podcast. Find it in the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Lisa Chernkovich, WCBS News Radio. 80. 99% of customers in Newark have their water back after that major water main break. Yesterday afternoon, the city of Newark said full water pressure should be at 100% by the evening, but the boil water advisory is still in effect, and officials in Belleville, Bloomfield, and Newark are giving bottled water to anyone who needs it. And that's today's WCBS Morning News Roundup. Weekday mornings at 6, it's a deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. You can listen on air. It's on demand on the free Odyssey app. Just search for the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup.